Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 11th of April. China's inflation data for March showed a further slowdown in the rate of growth. Consumer price inflation slowed and producer prices fell at an even faster pace than they did in February. As ever, the read-through from these prices to the rest of the world is effectively zero. What is affecting inflation in China is unlikely to be the same as what is affecting inflation in other economies. Profit-led inflation in some developed economies is unlikely to be replicated in China to the same extent. And of course, Chinese demand patterns following the lifting of COVID restrictions are very different from the demand patterns witnessed in developed economies, at least as far as lower-income households in China are concerned. The one international read-through from the data out of China lies in speculation that this low-inflation environment may encourage more stimulus on the part of China's policymakers, if the low inflation is seen as being symptomatic of weak overall demand. If, however, inflation is being kept in check by firms keeping profit margins within normal bounds, this is less likely to be a driver of policy stimulus. Meanwhile, the consequences of profit-led inflation are being demonstrated in the United Kingdom, where the Barclay card credit card data is showing consumer spending continues to decline in real terms. Moreover, areas like restaurant and food spending, where profit margin expansion has driven extreme price increases in recent months, were areas where spending was specifically cut back. This is always the risk with a profit-led inflation episode. The inflation will persist until either consumers rebel or demand falls in response to the price increases and a budget constraint. Obviously, the latter scenario is the more economically damaging of the two. From the United States, we have the National Federation of Independent Businesses Small Business Sentiment Poll. The correlation of this data with the sentiment of registered Republican voters is extremely high. The political distortion is something of a shame as it creates additional questions about reliability of the survey data. And those questions already exist with any survey-based evidence these days. Even though the data is questionable, the concern about small businesses in the wake of financial system volatility may increase market focus on the data release. But any reaction in the market is likely to be a response to the spin rather than to the economic reality. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
employees and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.